to Decrypted, a podcast exploring various cryptids, folktales, myths, and other synonyms of the word legends. I'm your host, Olivia Moore. And I'm Morgan Dawson, your co-host. For our pilot, we're going to be talking about a pretty well-known cryptid, the Loch Ness Monster. Let's dive right into the history of this myth. The Loch Ness Monster is thought to be many things. Some say she's a plesiosaur, an aquatic dinosaur from 65 million years ago. Others argue that she's an archaeocyte, a prehistoric whale. Skeptics say it's just the movements of the waves in the loch, which are Scottish for lake. Regardless, Nessie's tale is rich in history. The story of the Loch Ness Monster dates back to 500 AD, with stone carvings and aquatic beasts found in standing stones around the lake in the Scottish Highlands. Later, in 565 AD, St. Columba allegedly confronted the monster on his way to meet the King of the Picts and stopped her from attacking a man. Essentially, he ordered her to go back into the lake, and she obeyed. Aside from that, not too many sightings were recorded. It wasn't until 1933 that the Loch Ness Monster really got popular. On May 2nd of that year, it was reported in Inverness Courier that a couple had seen a great beast on the road near the lake, which then crossed the road and dove into the water. After this, Nessie, as dubbed by the public, became a sensation. People were determined to know if such a monster did exist in the loch. At one point, a newspaper hired a famous hunter, Marmaduke Wetherill, to try to find her. He claimed he found footprints of Nessie, but they were actually hippopotamus prints, believed to be from a taxidermied hippo. Despite this, people still believed in the Loch Ness Monster, and would come for miles just to try to catch a glimpse. In 1934, the famous picture of her, later found to be a hoax, was taken by Robert Kenneth and was printed in the Daily Mail. Now Nessie was international. People wanted to know more. They wanted to know if she even truly existed. It wasn't until the 1960s that people began using sonar equipment to scan the lake for the elusive creature. In 1975, the Boston Academy of Applied Science used this equipment and took a picture that, with enhancement, appeared to show a giant flipper. More studies have found similar but inconclusive evidence for the monster. Now it's time for a bit of a sillier segment in our show that we like to call Cryptid Tidbit. Here, we'll pose a hypothetical question to the audience relating to this episode's topic, and we'll pick a few of the best responses to read on air. This episode's question, how does the Loch Ness Monster evade being detected? I don't know, maybe it's playing hide-and-go-seek tag. It hides, and if someone spots it, it runs and finds a new place to hide. By not existing, next question. Oh my god, conspiracy theory? Morgan is the Loch Ness Monster. That's not open for discussion. Moving right along to our only serious response, it doesn't hide. People see it every day, but because of its supernatural abilities, we never actually see it. Occasionally someone might see it out of the corner of their eye, but it rarely ever happens and they can never be sure. So, to recap, the Loch Ness Monster, lovingly dubbed Nessie by cryptid enthusiasts, is arguably one of the most famous cryptids out there. From the 500s to the present, she has captured the interests of thousands of people. So what do you think, Liv? Is she real? I don't know. There's not a lot of concrete evidence, but I still like to think that she's out there. What about you, Morgan? You know me, I like to believe until I'm proven wrong. And you said yourself, there isn't a lot of concrete evidence that she's out there, but there isn't any concrete evidence that says she isn't out there. So I like to believe that she's a real thing. But before we go, allow me to ask, what do you, the listeners, believe?
Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Decrypted. If you enjoyed this one, maybe you'd like to listen to our next episode, which will cover the legend of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Which is one of my personal favorites. How has the story evolved over time? Are they nothing more than myth, or are they real historical figures? Tune in next time to find out.